Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Emerald Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that's capturing the heart of America. There's nothing like it on the web, and we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that is just right for you. And today's guest is Dr. Sherry Cormier, author of the new book, Sweet Sorrow, Finding Enduring Wholeness After Loss and Grief, where she shares through story and example ways for grief survivors to start over, to manage chaos and stress, and to heal with powerful new strategies backed by personal example and science. So welcome, Dr. Sherry. Thank you so much, Stacy. Thank you for hosting me. I am glad to have you and would love to hear about the new book, why you wrote it, and who it's for. Great. Okay. I'm happy to tell you. I wrote the new book because I suffered multiple losses myself. I'm a psychologist and bereavement trauma specialist. And in the last decade, I've had many, many losses, personal losses, and I could not really find a book that I needed to read myself to provide comfort. And so I really wrote it to be a source of comfort and inspiration to those like myself and many people around the world who are undergoing heartbreaking losses of one kind or another. I love telling the story of the mustard seed because I think sooner or later, Stacy loss comes to all of us. And there was a woman who had an only son and her son died and she was so grief stricken and bereft and heartbroken. She carried her dead son's body around with her and she could not put her son's body down. So she encountered the Buddha and she said, Buddha, can you please bring my son back to life? And the Buddha said, well, yes, if if you can bring me a mustard seed from a house that has not experienced death or loss. So the mother carrying her son's dead son's body went from house to house and she could not find any house that had not experienced death and loss. And so after that, she was able to put her dead son's body down and lay it to rest. I tell this story because I think loss is a universal human experience, and I think we are struggling to find uplifting and healthy ways to heal from loss. Now, what would you say would be the difference between somebody who might thrive after a difficult loss and those who don't, like the the mother in your story? Right. And so, oh, I'm so glad you asked me that question, Stacey. Um, because the mother, as you can tell, was having a really hard time um, with the loss. I mean, she couldn't let go. And that's actually what we find is that there's not one singular thing that distinguishes people who grow and thrive after loss from those who don't. It's it's really multi, what I would call multifaceted. The first thing, though, you just alluded to, and that is that at some level, we have to be able to let go of the way things were before the loss in order to accept and embrace the way things are now 
lost. And we call that acceptance coping. So that would be one one thing that would distinguish people who grow and thrive. Um, a second thing would really be connection. I probably can't stress this enough. There is no healing in loss that occurs really without connection with people and community and being in relationship. And so you cannot really heal. You don't heal in isolation, uh, even though sometimes you feel like that. I mean, I've had grief survivors say to me, oh, my gosh, I'm I'm in so much emotional pain. I want to just, you know, hide under the covers. I understand that. I mean, I, I felt that way, too. But that isn't how we heal and thrive and grow. We have to be in, in connection and relationship with other people. And then the third thing that I would say that really distinguishes people who can grow and thrive after heartbreaking loss from those who don't is these people who grow and thrive seem to tell me and people I read about seem to have some kind of what I would call a spiritual practice. Now, this could vary. So for some people, Stacy, for example, it might be prayer. For some people, it might be meditation. For myself, it's a gratitude practice that I do every evening where I think about and write down several things that have happened to me during the, the day, just kind of ordinary things that I feel grateful for. And I think the reason that spiritual practices are so healing and they help us grow as they take us out of the self-absorption that really can come with sort of being mired, as this woman was at the beginning of the podcast, really getting kind of mired and stuck in grief. So those would be three things that I think are really important. Now, Dr. Sherry, what would be one thing that you could tell our listeners if someone they know, they love, they're dealing with this grief, what are some things the number one thing, actually, top thing, number one thing that they can do to help a loved one? Well, again, this is a great question. I have a whole chapter in Sweet Sorrow about this because I myself found before I had all my losses, I didn't know what to do. And I could tell a lot of people didn't know what to do or say to me. The number one thing is to show up. That's the number one thing, because we live in the United States, we tend to live in a grief-phobic society. We tend to be very uncomfortable around grief and sadness, and we want to run away from people that are struggling with it. We want to avoid it. So the most important thing is to show up and to acknowledge to that person who's struggling that you know that they've suffered a loss and they're having a hard time and reach out to them and ask them, what can you do to be most helpful? Well, that's some great advice. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Sherry, for coming on and discussing with us your new book, Sweet Sorrow. Of course, listeners can learn more about Dr. Sherry Cormier and the new book on her website, which is SherryCormierAuthor.com. We'll spell that for everyone. Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-Y, Cormier, C-O-R, M as in Mary, I-E-R, author.com. You can connect with Sherry on Instagram at Cormier1749, Facebook and Twitter at Sweet Sorrow Book. 
www.dr.sherrybrown.com. And you can also find tips for healing from grief on her website as well. Dr. Sherry, thanks for joining us today. Stacy, thank you so much, and thank you to the Jennings Online Service for having me. I so appreciate the opportunity. And this podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm Annie Jennings PR, creator of the Jennings Wire online magazine. Jennings Wire is capturing the heart of America with its rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So please visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that is just right for you. Till next time.